I'm not, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Good. I got distracted for half a second about, uh, I was like, ah, oh, he's one of my people. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, do I need to like maybe get a background or something? And then I was just like, no. I'll look at, I'll look at like, I'm going to check a couple of the like the videos. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at the YouTube. Let me just double check. And I see your background. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm going to yeah. be like, if anything, we'll probably end up having more conversations about the backgrounds. <laughs> oh, we will start. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> Jerk right there. Uh, hmm. Majora's mask. Oh, it's just like, of all the things, I wonder which giant object it could possibly be. And I was like, fuck, man. That moon can fuck right off forever. Dude, oh, oh. Being a kid, getting a, if I could replay that game, that that moon would give me, it would still be like just the biggest pain in my ass. Oh, I know. I love that. I love that game so much. But that first instinct, the first time that I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna die. That that's just it. That's game. I was just like, oh, this is it. This is game over. I'm I'm done for. And then it's, oh, oh, that's the point of the game. We're gonna redo everything. It's gonna keep happening. Got it. That's <laughs> like every day of real life going to work. Today, <laughs> because that's the first hurt. That's the noise I hear when I wake up in the morning. You know that. Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of my day every fucking day. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> get Monday is just dawn of the first day. Yeah, that's right. That's right, with the chickens running around and shit. Um, but uh, hey, what else you got here? I'm trying to look at the back. What your jam is? I can see like there's some gaming stuff. There's some anime stuff. Jam- jamming is a uh, there's a this is I am a pop culture fiend. Yeah, mainly like like I grew up on like TV. So your video games, anime, cartoons, like it, it, whatever it was, I was very much attached to it specifically nintendo ah nice like so like all above me up here is just all the like amiibos that like all of them that exist is just up here they're just hidden away a bit higher uh you've got like an old n64 that's there uh a sega master system like i'm a i'm a collector like i think it's hidden behind my head but uh i also love the halo franchise oh yes so i have an uh like uh, an original halo combat evolved xbox like the first one that's sick. See, how old are you, dude? That's a, that's Me? the question. I'm 29. Okay. Yeah, that's... See, I'm 43. So Right, right, right. So, you know, I'm in 40-year-old virgin territory right here. <laughs> Dang. Mine's like Ninja Turtles, um, Aliens, Predator, Viking. Yep, yep. Um, real- oh, dude, I mean, the first thing I saw coming into this, like, even though there's, like, so much going on in your background... I'm immediately drawn down to see like all the like uh, the action figures you've got on the side there, like that that kind of co- collection of toys, like just these like figures. Seeing Skeletor, I'm just like, all right, this this is gonna be a good time. That's it, yeah, yeah. Skeletor, my band is named after, you know, obviously Snake Mountain, <laughs> the nerdy shit, but a lot of bony boys, you know, you know, skeleton type people. Um, I don't know if that's a bit. Then I've got obviously this is the random one here. Uh, is Hulk Hogan with a roll with a stack of toilet paper, but um, <laughs> and he's a, I don't know why he's just he just he just ended up that way, but um, <laughs> no complaints. It's just one of those things that we do, but uh, <laughs> and hey, it's it's good to uh finally have you on the show, dude. Thanks for hanging out. 
Oh, dude, thanks for having me. I'm sorry that it was uh, it was one of those last minute swap of me and but uh, I, I mean, I'm happy to always jump in, hey, have a chat. I'm no, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy you told me who was jumping on. I get sometimes I'm like, you're not the guy. <laughs> guy, I'm someone else. I'm like, I've, I've just prepped things for the. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> very, a very. Uh, oh, I won't go into that story. That'll get me in trouble. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> of course, triple kill. Uh, you guys um have some amazing stuff going. You got tons of stuff going on. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got, I got some questions. <laughs> uh, oh, I hope I've got answers. Oh man, if you don't, you say, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but of course, yeah, you got a shit ton of stuff happening. So I guess uh first things first, dude, would be uh this amazing uh riff and tour run with Orpheus Omega. Um good people, legends. Yeah, yep. Um and you're even gonna come up here and hit the Gold Coast. Uh yeah, first time. Ooh. We've never played the Gold Coast before. This is uh like seeing that I was we were playing a shot at Moe's, I was just like, oh. Because I, I used to live in uh, Upper Coomera for the longest time. No. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I'm from Queensland, Gold Coast area. So I was just like, to be able to play at Moe's, I was just like, oh, this is a nice touch. Like, never had this happen before. How long did you live up here? Uh, I lived up here for about, I want to say maybe five years. From when to when? Uh, like 20, uh, 2009 to like 2012 to 2013 was where i was like there there rock city with a band can't say i have okay because i thought you looked familiar i'm like i know this dude oh god <laughs> no i was i was no no not 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 been in a band in queensland okay just just a was a local okay probably seen you because that's my hood You're, yeah 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 I'm, I'm so there you go you want to mind is that a beer <laughs> Oh no! This is just water. I need to. We had band practice today, and I'm coming straight off of throwing my vocals in <laughs> to being like, "Oh, by the way, you're gonna talk to someone afterwards." I'm like, "We're good." Yeah, I know. You get used to it. You just go. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, um, it just. I'm getting my. I'm training those rough vocals, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, how are you feeling about actually hitting the road with Orpheus? They're they're. Mate, as I said, amazing bunch of people. Mm. How long have you sort of known them for? Well, our like from day one of being Triple Kill, uh, we went straight to Chris as a producer. So mm. we were like, we had one song that we were like, we're going to release this. It's going to be a single. We need to record it with someone. I was new to Melbourne, so I didn't know anybody. The rest of the band went, there's this guy. His name's Chris. He's the coolest guy in the world. You're gonna love him, and then next thing you know is, yeah, I'm a part of the the Chris hype train of getting a, having Chris do all of our music. So from the first song up until this new album, it's all been Chris. So we've been friends with the Orpheus Boys for since we've started as a band. And they're just, yeah, they're they're an amazing bunch of people. So mm. I'm looking forward to it. In Mo's, you mentioned Mo's before, which is one of my favorite venues to play. Um. Because they got the big projector, you can have like you don't need to bring a backdrop. You just slap yeah. it. Yeah, you logo up there, and it looks pro as it's 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 the best. Hey, shout out to Mo's Christian, the Mo's crew. They are just <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a really good time. 
really yeah good. Oh, we're excited for this whole tour excited to be because we've done shows with orpheus around victoria before yeah. but never had to never gotten to like take orpheus and go off on a, a couple shows together around the east coast or not so to be able to go try like we're flying up on the thursday and then taking it from there it's going to be a really exciting tour really fun i can't can't wait just to be a part of it and then also get to show everyone all this new stuff we got coming out and there's a split ep you did with them too yeah we did a little covers ep because we were just uh it was one of those we were in lockdown didn't really have much to to do much to go on so uh as we were talking about you know we had a bit of a gap last year where it was like we didn't really have music to come out or release because we were holding off for doing a new album uh it was brought up that was just like hey why don't we just pick like three songs each and we just do covers we'll just do like a little eps a little just a little cheeky one that gets people to be like all oh, right those bands I remember them that was great that was a great ep but uh, we got know- a lot of good yeah, we got a lot of good feedback on uh, our cover of Stacey's Mum and Misery Business. So two wildly, like for me, the the different eras of my life, like one was being a kid, one was being a, an angsty teenager. But hey, if everybody's still just like, it was perfect, I'll take it. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. But uh, of course, uh, you recently uh, opened for Night Flight Orchestra. Yeah. That. I cannot begin to explain how over the moon I was to to do this uh Connor our, our drummer pointed out to us we were all pretty understanding that we were going to have to buy flights if we were ever going to see night flight orchestra like we would have to be over in Europe to catch them so then to find out they were coming we had all bought tickets previous like we were just like oh my god that's beautiful let's grab like we all got tickets ready to go happy to be and then I think it was like two weeks out before the show that they were just like do you want to do you want to be the main support do you want to be right before the night flight orchestra it's just like huh okay yeah please crazy the nicest people as well yes yes bjorn is i've had i think bjorn has been on this show more than anyone else (laughs) he's like oh you again Um, (laughs) oh well you gotta stop having so many projects you get stuck talking to me but um (laughs) I was bummed. I was, I couldn't make the Brisbane show. Ah, uh, yeah. Devastated. Because I've like, I I jam them at work. You yeah, know? right. Doing puns <laughs> when I'm like moving printers and shit, you know. <laughs> how, how was that? Watching that. Uh, do, to be in the crowd, just watching them do their thing. Like he has such a strong, like he's not just, like he's not just a vocalist. Like he really puts down the label of front man. Yes. He, he has full control. He knows what he's doing. And then he gets at the rest of the band is just there to like, they're jamming, they're happy. Everybody's having a great time. And that just kind of vibe just pushes out to the rest of the crowd. And I mean, they had a, they had a conga line going at one point. That's amazing. Like started in the mosh pit, just worked its way around the whole, like the whole crowd, just a big conga line going. They just, they were there to party and they proved that it was just that like everyone I saw was in like your soil work jackets or like, I think I saw a few Arxby hoodies because that they're coming up soon. Yes. Uh, but it was just like all these people that I've seen at all other, like all these other shows that I go to, just there for a hard rock band, just being like, yep, I'm here to just boogie, have a great time. And it's just, it's beautiful to see. Oh man, I'm so devastated. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, they have to come back. That's just the, you know, it has to happen. 
absolutely absolutely and uh you're about to drop your sophomore album black and dawn uh this yes 25th now i've heard it i had a sneaky listen and it's amazing uh, oh thank you but everyone else you know you gotta wait a few days <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, I was going to say, lucky for Melbourne people, though, uh, we last minute put together a, we're doing a pre-album listening party. Mm. So about two days before this album comes out, we're getting uh, people together. It's a free event at the Tall Boy and Moose. And we're going to be having the album there to play for the night. Uh, And anyone who's pre-ordered the album, pre-ordered merch, uh, will actually get to pick it up that night. So it'll be out two days early for them. That's how it's done. That's how, <laughs> like you know, make it make it fun. I mean, you're not are you not playing? You're just going to be drinking beers and hanging out. Yeah, exactly. We're just there to just be like we're just there to enjoy that this album's out and we get to enjoy it with our friends around us and all the locals that come to all our shows get to be a part of something special because a lot of this album has to do with uh, everyone who was around us because this is the album that's come out straight out of lockdown and. Being having having no shows to all of a sudden everyone is just uh, having a show. We were just like, it's nice that we get to step away from being on stage to just being in a room with a beer, having just chats with everyone, and that's that's what we're here for. And that's that's exciting. I wish I could go and and be there in the room and and I I guess see everyone's reactions. Mm. And. and and the positivity because they're, they're going to be there because they love it. So it's, yeah, it's going to be incredible, dude. Oh yeah. Man, congratulations to, to you and the boys, but uh, how far Thanks, man. do the songs go? Do they go further back past the thing that happened? That- um, so I know we wrote uh, at least two songs just before. And then the rest of the songs kind of happened during, and then just a bit after. Uh, it definitely helped with getting by the time because you know we were all stuck in like a five kilometer radius we couldn't leave our homes we were uh yeah it was just like we needed something to pass the time we were just moving into a digital kind of setup for each of us anyway so we were getting rid of the cabs and the amps to just be all digital wireless so we're like we have all home setups now well we may as well just keep going then (laughs) (laughs) and look at it now here we are you know Oh, and to 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 see it, it it's a thing like uh we just had the physical copies of the albums uh arrive today oh. so we got a good look at them and i was just like oh oh i can't believe it's real <laughs> on the vinyls on the i wish we was one of the things that we were like we might be able to do we'll see what we can get a hand on but uh places we were reaching out to were just like nah we, it's either too big of a backlog or they do not have the materials to do it right now so that vinyl shortage still hitting us all. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like it, to see, like I saw like Parkway just dropped um their EP, like their original EP is now going out on vinyl. And I was just like, good on you, but I could have used that vinyl. <laughs> I've I've had this I've had this chat with, with other people before when it was really, really bad when going into JB Hi-Fi, I don't care what they're gonna do. Um <laughs> You talking shit about us? Um, we'll never hold your stuff in our store. Well, you know, don't hold myself anyway. But I'll just give you more money. But <laughs> and I'll I'll be looking for a certain record, and I can't find it because they'll only get one copy in. And mm-hmm. then 
and you look under the Harry Styles section and they've got a brick that's been sitting there of the same Harry Styles fucking album for the hmm. last, you know, six, seven months. No one's bought a copy. I say they melt them down and give them <laughs> You know what I, I mean? mean? It would work. It'd be a good thing because the thing that like, at least from what I noticed, my partner's a, uh, she's a Swifty and, you know, power to her. Be a big Taylor Swift fan. That's fine. Uh, but like to watch how Swifties kind of go about things. Whenever Taylor Swift releases a new album, it's the same as when a local band releases a new album. Everyone's pre-ordering it. Everyone's already organizing how they're getting it or they're going to get it the day it comes out. You don't need to add stock for the future because for Taylor Swift, the difference between Taylor Swift and a local band is a local band is going to now go play other shows and new faces are going to see them and hear them. Yes. If you're someone who's got a like a cult following, you don't really need to worry about getting extras in case people are going to hear you for the first time. Like, Don't worry about it. It's just no, especially on vinyl. Mm, especially on vinyl. I want the vinyl. Yeah, that's right. You don't need forty-seven copies of Harry Styles' album, people. Uh, <laughs> down, buy. This is my thing. Melt them down, and mm-hmm. uh, make some some new records for the bands that. And I'm gonna have people banging at my door, pitchforks and flaming, in <laughs> <laughs> this spandex or whatever the U.S. I don't know. Go you. You, yeah, but you know, that's just my thoughts on things. But I would like <laughs> this album on vinyl. Hopefully, one it day it would be nice. One day, yeah, that would be very, very cool. But uh, uh of course, you also did a twenty-four hour live stream to raise money, for yes, and videos, and it, it it was quite successful, right? Um, yeah, we uh, so I organized this uh because uh, in lockdown, live streaming became a pretty common thing for us we were just like well we needed something to pass the time uh i became uh like a twitch streamer uh connor has his little side project called tunes tv we both were pretty into how twitch runs how to live stream how to do all this like online entertainment so when it came time to uh we wanted to make a music video but we do not have the funds for it how do we go about at least like people have said they wanted to throw cash our way for a video let's give them something that you know, a reason to do it. So we started this thing where it was going to be, we're live streaming for 24 hours. We're going to do bits in between. Uh, we're actually going to, if we hit certain like funding goals, we'll do extra pieces. Uh, we ended up going for 25 hours because we originally were hoping for maybe a thousand dollars at most. Uh, and we ended up raising about six and a half grand. That's so- we just like, people were so happy to just throw it our way. And we were just like, well, we have to make you something incredible now. So, all that money, we went right into, uh, we turned straight to finding a production crew and getting set locations to film this Shy Halud video uh, and turned that into probably our most successful video we've done yet. What a video. Oh, yeah. I uh, love it so much. <laughs> you're all not bad actors. You know, yeah, what? it takes it, it takes a bit of time, but, you know, we got there. Uh, all, all credit goes to connor so our, our drummer is our editor our director our writer he all that all that stuff these videos are not what they would be if it wasn't for him and he knew how to just guide us from the very beginning so whenever we did because we used to do like promo videos and stuff like that for shows just because we thought they were fun and they were funny to do so when it came time to do a music video where it's like 
going to have a big sketch. It's going to have a nice opening line. We really need to be focused. We were all switched on. We were ready to go because we've done this enough times. He's hammered it on us enough times that this was just, yeah, just it was comfortable. And we were all happy to do it. It's something that we enjoy doing. It's not something that we feel like we have to do. It's just, yeah, we get to have a little, like, we get to have fun making videos. We don't have to be a serious band. And you got Andy. Andy Andy Gillian. Yeah. The legend. Old mate. What a, uh, what a guy. We uh, we got him for not just being in the Shy Hello video, but uh, he actually helped us out with like two songs on this new album because we needed someone who knew what they were doing with orchestral music and that kind of ambient sounds. And so we reached out to him and yeah, he came back being like, absolutely, here you go. And he gave us this like really nice things that we get to throw into the, the start and the end of this album. So it, like to have him be a part of what we get to create. Uh, he kept saying how excited he was to be a part of it, but we were just like fanboys being like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, man, this sounds great. <laughs> I like how he was playing the straight, the straight man, while everyone mm-hmm. playing the comedic, you know what I mean? Like he was we need it. Yeah. down the line <laughs> recording and everyone else is the, you know, it was, it's that comedy comedic dynamic that was just yeah. perfect. so while we were uh while we were getting ready and we were about to start filming he was like looking over everything and he's just like is this like reading over the script and he's like it kind of reminds me of um like this really specific lawyer and then connor's like clicked on immediately he's just like yes oh my god because he wrote the uh producer the, like the producer character he wrote it after the lawyer character in uh it's always sunny in philadelphia where it's just like everyone else gets to be these like weird characters, but then there's just this lawyer who's just a lawyer. That's his job, and he's really confused and kind of annoyed by what's happening. And so Connor like wrote Andy's character after that, and Andy picked up on it. So Connor was even happier that we got Andy. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I think you guys should make a a feature length film. Ah, oh, a short film would be great. No, go go for. Three hours long. Oh, a full three-hour movie. <laughs> about, yeah, extended cut, Peter Jackson, Gilbergo. <laughs> Would you do it if someone backed up that oh. the money truck and said, you know, you make whatever you like? What would that, what do you think that would be? Where would you even go with that? What, a, a triple kill movie? Uh, we were just joking around today about, um, so we just had our latest single come out, Dust. Yes. Which is uh completely been inspired by Midnight Mass. Great show on Netflix. Uh we're also I'm like I, I'm I know myself and Connor, we're personally big fans of Mike Flanagan. Uh, he's yeah. an amazing, like he's amazing what he does. And uh we were joking around about doing a like doing like the uh there was the fanboys movie, which was uh, a group of guys in a van trying to break into the Lucas Ranch to get a copy of Phantom Menace. That's right. I love that. Uh, and so it, we were just like, what if it was us and we were trying to break into Mike Flanagan's house just to get him to watch our music video? But there's like no security system or anything. You're just breaking into this poor man's home. It's like, oh, wacky adventure. And that is just him being like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Take all my money. I would <laughs> want to see that. I want to see that movie. I, think- I just want him to see this music video. <laughs> It would work. I think it would work. I think he would love it. 
But, uh, there's something there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I do like, you know, obviously there's the, um, you know, the there's the behind the scenes. You did, you know, the uh, Bonnie Tyler cover of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, holding out for a hero, and you had all the behind the scenes, uh, footage like facts and footage and stuff. I love that. No one, no one's done that. You know, and it I did- was yeah. It was like uh, we had all this footage because uh, as part of what we do, we like to just keep uh, video evidence of all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm a I, I grew up on Parkway Drive. That's like my jam, and I got to like watching them do like documentaries every now and then, where it's just like filming what had been happening at shows, filming music videos, that kind of stuff, and then they put it together like a little documentary. We kind of do like we we've done that already for like the first year and a bit of being a band. We put it out. It's on YouTube now to watch. But uh, we've been obviously filming stuff again. And yep. so we had the footage, we had the cover, and we were just like, all right, well, let's just put something together. At least it's like a, we want to say thank you to the people who helped fund this music video. So let's bring out this cover that we've been holding on to for like a really long time. I don't want to say how long, but uh, we've had this cover and we just haven't told, like we just denied that we ever had it. Um but so we would just put this video together as like a big thank you. And it shows people like the people who helped uh, a lot of the people who helped sponsor us for this video. Uh, we actually invited them to be a part of the video. So there were the, a lot of the extras that came out and joined in on the video stuff with people that supported it. So we would like it, that stuff's always really cool for us. And to be able to do it as like a old school pop-up video where it just pops up little facts here and there. The Spider-Man, the, I was I was reading the one where it's like, yeah, there was meant to be a scene with like the Spider-Man, Sam Raimi Spider-Man, with like yeah. the banana split. <laughs> that would have been so good, but so expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but here's, the other fact is, the, uh, what is it? The banana split wasn't even real. Yeah, we uh, we had this uh, incredible crew that we we brought in. And someone, they were just like, hey, we're making the banana split. I was ready to make it myself. I was like, I'll bring the ice cream, the banana, the whipped cream. Let's go. I walk in and I see it. And I'm like, well, that looks incredible. What is it? And they're like, oh, it's a mix of a hair condition, of like a conditioner and hairspray. I was like, oh, oh, we can't eat that. They're like, no, no. And uh, Luke, our, our mate who was uh, the hot dog eater, uh, he saw it and didn't know that fact. And we were like, yeah, once we finish eating, you can eat. Like When we finish filming, you can just eat it. That's fine. <laughs> um, he didn't eat it. Thankfully, somebody told him. Uh, but then he had his own downfalls, which you can find in the the fun facts of the video. <laughs> See, knowing me, like I'm dairy intolerant. And people go, you can't eat mm-hmm. made of dairy. I'd go, oh, that's perfect. Because most of the stuff I eat. <laughs> and I'd be like having a seizure or something. Maybe be like, it's only- but it's not dairy. <laughs> Hypnotoad eyes going, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I even going on about? But um, of course, uh, you know, you got the album coming out and the tour, but what else have you got crammed in for the rest of the year? Looking forward to 2024, can't believe I'm saying it, uh, like overseas or oh, I would love to. Um, we'd love to, I'd love to go take this over to Europe, that would be the, the icing of the cake, it would just be either taking this to Europe. Or bringing another band over here and doing another big tour of Australia and then sailing off to like New Zealand or Japan or something close by. Like, I just want to, I want to travel more and get this music just out there. Man, that's my dream is to tour Japan. It'd be, oh. my, uh, my, like, everyone has their, like, 
their ideal like what is your your dream headline like who is the band you want to tour with the most out of anyone and it's just the only reason i want to go tour japan is because uh there is a band out there called maximum the hormone yes who do not go out of japan to play shows i think they've done one in the last like ever and so it's just like i just want to go to japan and just ride a tour with them let them headline and i just get to be a part of that tour that would be that is my dream once i do that i'm done i'll follow everyone else's dreams that's fine <laughs> i man I'd, I'd love to go over there and just play just i i always meant to go to japan um hmm. but it didn't work out because the thing that happened, you know, the thing happened yeah <laughs> mate, my best mate shane he goes over there like heaps just hmm. obsessed with like Japanese bands like Love Bites and Hanabi. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Sorry. Completely sidetracked by that. But did you see the good things announcement? Like the lineup? And Hanabi's coming? Yeah. It's going to oh. be. I was like, I wasn't too fussed by the lineup. And then I saw Hanabi's name and like Slaughter to Prevail. And I was just like, oh, we. Man. Some I, bands. I, I know. I just want to see Alex <laughs> just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man is huge. Oh, I know. I just, I, I, I'm only a little man, mm. uh, but uh, rounded. I'm more like a hobbit shaped. <laughs> He's gonna be like this Ivan Drago, like this big beast of a man. Like, man, I, I just, just, and that voice. He's so powerful. Like, I saw a video the other day of him uh, without a mic. He got oh. the whole crowd to be silent, and then, a, man, oh. Mm, could only dream to have that kind of power. I know, I know, I know. I wish, I wish, but we'll get to see it at least. That's gonna be, that's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be a real good time. But uh, man, is there anything else we should know about Triple Kill before we do the wrap? Uh, just check out our album. Comes out on Friday. So you got Friday the twenty fifth. Is that how this works? Yeah, twenty fifth. <laughs> if you're in uh, the- yeah, if you're in the Melbourne, 23rd. If you're not in Melbourne, 25th. Um, but we'll be around. So we're coming out to, again, Gold Coast for the first time. Going to Brisbane. We're playing the Pitfall Festival in Sydney. And then we have Quest Fest in Canberra and Quest Fest in Melbourne that uh, Triple Kill will actually be headlining. So we have something special for every show. But uh, we'll definitely be keen on the the Melbourne one to show everybody what a headline act looks like. Are you... Here's, okay, here's, here's something I want to know for the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. We should do this again. Uh, is there anyone in the band who are massive Simpsons or Star Wars nerds? Uh, yes. The, the answer to that is just yes. Is there anyone in Orpheus that are the same? Ooh. I don't know about Star Wars in Orpheus. Okay. Um, but I guess I'll just start the beef and say that we know more about Simpsons than Star Wars than them anyway. Excellent, because I I would like to pit you guys against each other in like Simpsons or Star Wars trivia. <laughs> well, I I think we'd definitely be down, and um, we the fact that Simpsons are basically quoted for my life, we're gonna we we destroy them. Are you there? Yep. Hello. You're, you're good. Hello. Yes? No? Yes? Uh-oh. There you are. You're back. Bro- oh, okay. I'm back. I bro- 
Oh, it's your elbow by accident. <laughs> this is why I only keep, I do not keep my like if I've got a mixer, it's going in front of me and like as far ahead of me as possible. So I have to reach to change anything. Means I've got too many action figures and nerdy shit. <laughs> it's the only place where it lives. That's uh-huh. relevant fucking button. But um, anyway. But yeah. Right. Anyway, destroying Orpheus and Simpsons. That sounds great. Excellent. We should do that over a beer. Time <laughs> before I I just you know sledgehammer this thing. Uh, we will have all the links on the website and here in the show notes, brother. Thank you again for hanging out on the show, and we hey, thank you for having us. See you in Brisbane. Appreciate oh, it. Gold Coast. Gold yeah, Gold Coast. Coast. <laughs> I don't even know what our day it is anymore, but um. Thanks, dude. <laughs> nah, dude, thank you so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs>